Welcome back to the Bulls and the Bears, sponsored by Online Trading Academy. I am Aaron, and I will be the bear today, and that leaves Nigel with all the bulls. You know, a lot of my, I think I said this a couple weeks ago, a lot of my intraday trades have been very bullish, actually. Because yeah. that's kind of the the sentiment in the market when I wake up is it's it tends to be trending up. And so I, I have to get bullish yeah. as much as I may be opposed to it. And then midway through the day, it drops. And yeah, I have to get bearish around. again. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yep, it's kind of been it's been a lot of up and down lately, a lot of variance. Um and, you know, for an old guy like me, this kind of the beta that we've seen, the the variance in the price mm-hmm. uh is is kind of staggering to look at. Yeah. You'd think I'd be used to it by now because it's been going on for a while. But yeah. No. Well, and and I think that just because we have such extreme highs and extreme lows where you get this what they call average true range mm-hmm. is very extended. When the when there's just a typical bull market, the average true range on the S and P is a couple of bucks. It's one or two dollars. Mm-hmm. Now the S and P is at like five or six dollars. So it's almost three times as much as it normally is, or two times as much as it normally is. And so yeah. it causes kind of a lot of chaos, but it also provides a lot of good opportunity for people who know how to trade it. Yes. Yes. Uh, and and you know the opportunity is everything. So yeah, this has kind of been a trader's paradise. Over the last several years with all of, you know, with uh, we've had one shake up after the next, which has just provided so much volatility, mm-hmm. so much, um, uh, you know, so much variance in the price on a day to day basis that that for those that now it, now if you don't know what you're doing, that's going to rob you. Bl- I mean, it's going to hurt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're going to you're going to bingo out fast, mm-hmm. fast and hard. But uh, but for people that know what they're doing, yeah, it's been a little bit of a paradise. Um, so again, good for some people, but not others. Well, and, and good for people that know what they're doing and bad for everybody else. And, and the people that are in the, the credit crunch side of things, they're probably not the people who are in the market trading because they probably don't understand <laughs> the money side of it very well. <laughs> well and, yeah. Well, so there's a lot of credit crunch going on in it. Now, you know, when it comes down to it, uh, if you look at the debt numbers, we really have just a massive amount of debt. We're, we're hitting record debt in everything that we do, all right, in, in all sectors. Personal debt, credit card debt, mm-hmm. is at an all-time high. Yeah, it's at $930 billion. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot. That's a, yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the delinquency rate on that is climbing fast, too. It is. Uh, uh, the corporate debt, right, business sector debt, mm-hmm. all-time high. Yeah. Government debt, all-time high. Yep. Um, so across the board, we've just got this massive amount of debt and now the rates are climbing and it's going to be much harder to pay it all back. And that typically kind of spells disaster for, a, well, anybody in debt. Yeah. Just well, across the board. One of, one of my favorite things is, is I kind of, we kind of talk about all different markets. The people um, in the real estate market are probably the ones that I see that don't um, believe there's going to be any type of pullback. I don't know why. I talk to realtors. I talk to all kinds of people, and they're like, "No, no, 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 no. The market's gonna just—it's gonna have a slow slow down for maybe six months, and then it's just gonna continue up." We had a hundred percent growth in some areas and two hundred percent in other areas. Yeah. If you don't expect a a bit of a pullback, I don't think you really understand how markets work. Yeah. So, so unfortunately, you know, and especially for the. Uh, for the real estate market, it, it's when a credit crunch comes that the real estate really slows down. Mm-hmm. And, and now we've been lulled into false sense of safety here, um, you know, for a little while. And right now, what's going on is is we haven't seen a big pullback in the housing market. 
we yeah. have seen almost a dead standstill in in you know i mean the number of sales has almost come to a halt mm-hmm. and one of the reasons is is because you know of these golden handcuffs and what i mean by that is is that uh if you own an asset like a home but you can't sell it for what you bought it for yeah then well you've got a nice asset you're kind of handcuffed to it. Stuck to, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So with the pullback, all of a sudden, a lot of people that bought, especially at the top, are are a little bit underwater on it. And and now they're trying, even if they want to sell it, there are no buyers out there because the rates have gone up uh, so high that most people are kind of priced out of the mortgage that they would have. Easier to afford a $750,000 home at 2.5% than it is... At 6.5%. Uh, well, than it is a $400,000 home at 6.5%. Yeah. Right? And so the housing prices for a $400,000 home over those two years when the rates dropped to 2% raced up to 750 because that's what people could afford. That's, mm-hmm. They could afford that kind of mortgage. Yeah. They were that, able to, area. to put in offers $100,000 over sure. asking because they were still affordable. Right. And so the prices raced up. But then when the rates went back up, now they can't afford the mortgage. And, and so we, we saw a real slowdown. What we haven't seen is a reversal in the prices. And that's because the price of the home value is simply dictated by what has sold in the area lately. So if mm-hmm. if the last uh, home to sell was maybe 6 months ago and it was at 750, then hey, you've still got a $750, you know, th- that's mm-hmm. what your home is worth as well if it's similar square footage in the same yeah. neighborhood. Um so la- the last time we really had a crash in the housing market, it wasn't because the houses started reversing course like that. It it actually had everything to do with the uh, with the, the credit crunch. Yeah. Yeah. And so when banks start feeling pain, one of the things that they do immediately is start calling in loans. And now, for you know the regular mortgage that is picked up by Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae, which is most of the homes in the U- United States, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac don't actually call in loans. But for builders and, and people like that, you know, the commercial real estate side of things, or yeah. those that are using it on a commercial side... Um, it is not uncommon during a credit crunch for the bank to simply call in the entire loan. Mm-hmm. And if you can't come up with the money, they simply take your asset. And so all of these builders back in 2008, 2009 were losing the homes that they had just built, but they hadn't been able to sell yet mm-hmm. or that were in the middle of construction and now they can't sell. And the bank takes them and simply starts getting rid of it in order to get cash. Yeah, Because right now, banks are cash poor. Well, right. you know what's really interesting about these builders? These mm-hmm. builders are not letting you put down a small payment and wait six months for the house to be built. They're right. making you buy the lot and then put down a down payment on the house before they even start building because they know that in six months to a year, whatever, how long it takes, that house might not be worth what you're going to pay for it. <laughs> yes. And they're not willing to take that risk of you backing out. Now they own this $400,000 home that they they can't hey, get they, rid of. They learned something from the last time. Yeah. They did, yeah. <laughs> so so if we get to the point, and, and it looks like the banks are, are really starting to get cash poor, and that's what happens you know, right before a credit crunch. Um, if, the, you know, if we've got builders out there with a lot of homes still on their books and they get their loan called in, that's when the houses really drop because mm-hmm. that's where you see a whole bunch of foreclosures all at once. They're selling them off at whatever they can get for it. Yeah. You know, the banks are. And um, and people are snapping it up at 50% off or you know, 60% off what it used to be. And that's what drops the value of the home. But then again, that puts people into, uh, you know, that, that golden handcuff 
um, position. Uh, you were telling me a story about your parents who bought a home in 2019 yeah. from somebody who bought their home, the same home, yeah. in 2007. So, yeah, so my parents bought a home down in uh, Tucson area, Marana, and they bought it for two for $325,000 in 2019. Well, I looked at the previous history of that home, and the last person who bought it, the person they bought it from, had bought the same exact home in 2006 for $365,000. Right. That means these people held this home for 12 to 13 years and lost forty grand. <laughs> and my parents bought it for 325 sold it in 2021 for 475 Right. And so they held it for two years, made a bunch of money, but the other people, they bought it at the exact wrong time. So the, the lesson that you can learn from that is timing when Timing is everything. Timing is everything. Yeah. And it isn't you make money when you buy something. It's not when you sell it. If you buy it at the wrong price, now you've got an issue. Yes. You know, and, and so, and, and I think that we need to approach that in the, in the markets, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because some people will say, hey, buy the dip or buy this, you know, hey, everything's down, everything's cheap. Yeah. And I just want to point out that if, you know, in this time of recession and when we are, I don't care what they're saying, you mm-hmm. know, whether they want to call it a technical recession or not. And they're, you know, even the government's admitting we're probably going to have to call it a recession here pretty soon. Um, as much as they don't want to admit that <laughs> mm-hmm. because that scares people and yeah. scared people start pulling money out of the markets and that slows the economy down further. So they don't want to actually say it, but we are seeing everything else point, everything except the jobs market is pointed recession Yeah, and everything is pointing to future pain in the economy and the jobs now slowing down points to, all right, we're going to have to admit it's recession. Yeah. Um, and during the recession, there are companies that just aren't going to make it. And so I don't care what price you paid for it. It could have been a $120 stock like SVB. Yeah. And you only paid 30 bucks for it. And that seems cheap yeah. until it goes to zero. Well, look at Carvana. It, yeah. Carvana. There were, there were people saying at $100, buy Carvana. It it went to three. It was yeah. at 300 and some, and it went 99% off. Oh, yeah. I've got a list that I'll talk about later of, of uh, companies that are really looking pretty close to, uh, and the rumors are flying that they're going to be declaring bankruptcy. I don't care if it's 30 cents. That's too much to pay mm-hmm. if, it goes, if it goes belly up, because mm-hmm. then you've lost all 30 cents. So it was just too expensive for a piece of paper that you'll never even see. Yeah. At any rate, so yeah, if we've got this profit recession coming in, and it looks like it has arrived, we're seeing early signs that companies are are now, you know, behind. Mm-hmm. In fact, the other day I was going through uh, company after company. I was trying to do a class on on uh, on fundamentals, mm-hmm. and I had uh, people say, "All right, hey, yeah, uh, you know, whatever stock, let's look at it for the fundamentals." And they kept coming up with uh, this company, that company, this company. Uh, so Amazon negative EPS, that mm-hmm. means negative earnings per share. Yeah. They are losing money right now where they used to be profitable. Yeah. Uh, Ford losing money right now yep. used to be profitable. Um, you know, Bed Bath and Beyond, of course, oh, Uber, Uber, Lyft, all these major tech companies. Yeah. All negative. Well, well Uber's and, never made and any Coles, money, but right. <laughs> so, so all of the retail clothes stores are starting to go negative. Yeah. Um, but Anytime you see negative EPS, negative earnings per share, that is a company that is marching towards bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. They are losing money. They are unprofitable, losing money. And here we are in a credit crunch, meaning that if they are trying to borrow money to dig themselves out of that hole, mm-hmm. uh, you know, 
pay for their bills where they need, they're going to be paying a really heavy price on that. Yeah. And and that's if the money is available at all. Lucid Motors and uh, uh, what is this? Com- uh, yeah, Casa Maricopa. Maricopa. Yeah, Maricopa. Is it yeah, Ca- Casa Grande? Somewhere Casa down Grande. there. They just laid off sixteen hundred people. Yeah. Well, and you're hearing about the layoffs. Even even McDonald's is talking about laying off eighteen hundred people. Even McDonald's. Oh my god. Even McDonald's. Wow. Yeah. In fact, um, uh, Apple has had a policy of not laying anybody off. But now they're saying you have to reapply for your job or just leave. <laughs> so it's not them laying you off. It's, it, 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 that's, a, that's a weird way of laying people off. But yeah. What a workaround. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> oh. Yep. So, you know, we're seeing a lot of that. And, and this, is, this is what – this is the economic pain that, you know, uh, the Fed chair, Jerome Powell, has been talking about that – we needed to have in order to start bringing inflation down. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately for him, oil has just been popping up again because OPEC Plus has announced that they are now going to produce a million less. barrels less yeah. per day per day than they used to. Okay, and we're going to have to talk about the effect of this when we come back. In the meantime, um, I just have another minute or so, and I want to explain what we've got going on. Okay, uh, for anybody that wants to join us. Uh, Nigel and I don't usually teach a lot of, um, well, a, a lot of extended classes. Yeah. We will, we'll step in a couple times, I don't know, once or twice a week to do one of the free classes, but, um, the three day classes we don't usually teach, but this week we will be teaching in Chandler. So if you want a three day class by one of the bulls and the bears here, or both of us actually, um, this coming, this coming week, what is it? The 11th, 12th, 13th? Yes. It's one of those three-day classes. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, this is going to be a nighttime class. And it, so, you know, you don't, have to, you don't have to worry about your work schedule. It goes from 6 to 9, uh, 11, 12, and 13. If you want to go to that class, it's usually, you know, that's usually a $299 class, the three days. Usually, we're talking about it for $99, but because we're teaching it, because it's going to be a, a really truncated one, as in... We're going to have to slam through all of the material very quickly, mm-hmm. but we're good enough to do it. We just tested and it worked, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. At any rate, if you want that, just give us a call and and it's only going to be $79 for you. Okay? So give us a call at 8448-TRADER. Tell them you want the uh, this week's three-day class. Uh, or text dollar sign 79, that's dollar sign 79, to 25029. Again, dollar sign 79 to 25029. We'll see you after the break. 